grand risings, to all beings rising, and welcome to the Ascension Medicine Podcast. I am your host, G. Francois, and I will be your personal guide through this ascension process. I will be sharing energy forecasts, energy updates, potent practices, guided meditations, channeled messages, and all the good stuff to help and assist with your personal ascension process. Welcome. Grand Rising, welcome to the Ascension Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, G. Francois. Now today will be a deep dive into many concepts. And for some of you, you may already know a lot of what I am going to be talking about today. And maybe it's a reminder, maybe it's a reaffirmation of a belief. I find that even when I know certain information, every time I hear it again, I get something new from it. I gain a different perspective or a deeper understanding. And so if that's the case, I hope that maybe this podcast can offer that to you. And if you are hearing certain concepts today for the first time, then I hope they land well and as they are meant to for your soul's growth. As always, take what resonates and leave everything else. I've discussed many times about how our spiritual sovereignty and discernment is so key. We are literally living in a universe of endless universes. Each of us is a universe. There are endless truths and they can all coexist at the same time. And the fact that one truth exists doesn't negate the validity of another truth that may be totally contradictory. And that is the beauty of this universe. And so keeping with this topic, this subject of multiple universes existing at the same time, you may ask, how is that possible? How can multiple universes be existing? Surely there is just one universal universe. Yes and no. Okay, so each of us, as we stand here, as as you are in your home or your car or wherever you are listening to this podcast right now, receiving this transmission. We are in the physical. We are in the free dimension. We are on earth. We are in the countries that we are in, in the cities or the towns or in the rural areas, wherever we are on this physical planet, listening to this and receiving it through our senses, through our five senses, our senses that allow us to interpret this existence. Might I add our quite limited senses, but I'm not going to get into that because this podcast could just go on and on and on. But for sure there are beings 
in other places and embodying very different avatars who may have senses that we just could not comprehend within this dimension and within our human experience. Because that's what we are having, a human experience. And it can be seen in a way that our human being is our avatar here in this human experience. And so yes, we are here listening to this podcast or going about our lives and doing the things that we do. But there is a higher aspect of us. Some people will call this our higher selves or our soul. Now, this part is also us and it is here with us in this now moment, but it is in what you might understand as another dimension a higher dimension, a higher expression. Now from this place, this higher aspect of us is literally creating the universe around us. It is projecting the universe around us. Now for some of you, you may know exactly what I'm talking about, but if you don't, stay with me and I will do my best to explain this. And what about God, you may ask? Well, that's a good question. And it's definitely one that deserves its own episode, at least one. But like I said before, within this convoluted universe, many truths can coexist at the same time. And again, take what resonates and leave what doesn't. But the concept that we are projecting our own reality from a higher aspect of ourselves, that does not negate the existence of a creator, of a designer, of a god, of the universe, of source, of pure love. And I look forward to sharing at a later stage how that weaves in and why this creator energy, this creator being is so important. There is so much evidence to support the holographic universe theory or the simulation theory that we are existing within a simulation, that this reality is being projected from somewhere else. Now with any hologram, if you take one slice of that holographic image, that slice contains the entire hologram within it. It contains all of the information for the entire hologram. And that's kind of how our human bodies are, right? One cell contains all of the information for our bodies, as above, so below. But sure, we feel pretty real, right? We can touch our bodies, we can think of things and recall things and we can make things happen in this world that we are moving through. Surely I am G. Well, you see, that's part of the process that we come here and we forget that we are the creators of this universe, of this reality, of this human experience. We start in this world helpless and powerless and through continuous programming, 
that reality is reinforced, one in which we are not sovereign and one in which we have forgotten our power and the truth of reality. But you see, at some point, we will be guided towards situations, experiences and people that will trigger an awakening process. And there are phases to this awakening process. There are stages to it. And as we move through these stages, reclaiming more and more of our true selves, remembering more and more of who we are, we begin to embody more of our true nature in this hologram. We begin to embody more of our higher selves, our higher aspect. And you may wonder why. Why would my higher self have created the life that I've lived? Why would it have created certain experiences and created certain programmings and limited beliefs? Well, because for this aspect of us, it is not personal. It feels no suffering from the human experience. It only gains growth and experience. And so the exact way that your life has unfolded has been carefully crafted and manifested by this higher aspect of ourselves to program us in a specific way so that when we begin our remembering process, we offer a very unique signature within the whole. We are personally alchemizing all that we bring to the light and all programs that we are able to release. Okay, so where does that leave us? This being, this being here, who has gone through all of the things and all of the experiences and lived this human life. Okay, so we are definitely a conscious being. And you can see us almost like a universe in ourselves. For example, and I'll give personal examples because it's easier for me to flow like that. My physical body is its own being, with its own consciousness and its own wisdom. It is doing things that I am not aware of. It has knowledge and wisdom that I am not aware of. And when I get out of the way, it shows me, and it teaches me, and it guides me, and it manifests. Sometimes it will manifest in this experience foods that it needs to eat. It will guide practices and it will help to alchemize energies. It is its own being and it carries the energies of all of the human beings that have gone before our ancestors right up until the first human beings who lived in such different ways but whose bodies and minds were exactly the same. Not much has changed in our physical anatomy. It carries all of that because time is an illusion. It carries all of that in this now moment. Okay, and so let's think about our spirit. I am G. This is the spirit of G. And that spirit is everything that makes up this being of G. So that includes my higher aspect, my physical body, my mind, my emotional body, my experiences. This spirit carries my personality in this incarnation. 
it is the spirit that we may commune with when people cross over, those who can speak to spirits and speak to loved ones who have crossed over. It is this spirit aspect that they are connecting with. So in theory, you can commune with a spirit of a being that you were in a past life because that being has left an imprint. It has left an energetic imprint, almost like an echo, and it very much exists. And it can coexist at the same time as other spirits from the same soul. Okay, and my mind. A lot of the time I think I'm my mind. I know I'm not, but it can be really easy to believe that, right? It is where a lot of our programming replays and plays. It can feel so personal. Our belief systems, our programs, they can feel like they are us. I am this age. I am this ethnicity. I am British. I am this gender. Whatever it is, they are programs within the mind. They are mental constructs that we can so heavily identify with. And so hopefully you can see how all of these aspects of us are us, but they are not the sum of us. It's almost like looking at a table and asking what is the table. Now you see this can go around in circles because table is just a concept that is in our minds. If we take it to the physical item that is standing there, it is a combination of bits of wood with legs and a flat surface. There is no actual table, but through us observing it and labeling it, we can label it the table. I would recommend a book by Lama Zopa Rinpoche. It is called How Things Exist, in which he gives such a great example of this. Okay, so what happens as we begin to remember? To remember that we are all of these things, all of these parts, all of these expressions of consciousness, but we are also this higher aspect of ourselves that we begin to embody more and more. We have these moments where we meditate and we are in our I am presence, where everything feels so effortless and is in flow and everything feels so right and there are no anxieties or worries. We begin to embody this more and more here in this human experience. What happens then? Well, we have more say, we have more control over what we create in this hologram, what we create in this human experience. When we truly know that we are creating our entire universe, every single reflection, every single being, every single energetic exchange is being created through a combination of our higher self, our physical body, our mental body, our emotional body, our spirit, and so many other factors that can play into this and contribute towards the co-creation of our experience. And this is why shadow work is so important, because it means that we can bring more light 
to the unconscious stuff that we might be manifesting, healing our traumas, healing what we have been programmed with, and reprogramming ourselves in more optimal ways, shifting our mindset, claiming our sovereignty, and truly vibrating at that frequency of our sovereignty in the truth that we are creator beings. Now, this is very different from affirmations. Affirmations can be great and they can work very early on in the spiritual awakening journey. But you see, as we progress to the later stages, these affirmations need to be a vibrational embodiment. They need to be a truth that we hold within our vibration and not just words that we are saying. And so when we reach these stages, we can develop a much stronger communication with our higher aspect. We can ask for specific guidance. We can call in specific things and we can direct our human experience in more optimal ways. Because ultimately that is, I don't want to say the goal, but it is, it is one of the byproducts of our awakening that we, we do embody our higher selves here. That with all the density and all the programming and all the forgetting that we actually, against all odds, come back into our highest expression of being. And we are able to do that here in this physical reality. And by doing so, we raise the entire collective. But wait, G, didn't you say that we are creating the whole universe? How is there a collective? Okay, well, yeah, there are multiple universes coexisting at the same time. Each of us is in our own universe. And other beings are players in that. But they exist in their own right. And within their universe, they are the center and they are the... They are the creator. They are the sole creator. And we are also a collective species with a collective consciousness. And that is why it is important for us to claim our spiritual sovereignty because there are agendas that aim to direct each being onto inorganic timelines and therefore inorganic universes of their creation. Now, if you imagine that a huge percentage of the human collective is being steered towards certain belief systems and programs and fear-based programming, trauma-based programming, this is going to have a huge impact on the collective. Many beings are, are lost in these realities, in realities without sovereignty and they're creating it because of their programming so although they feel powerless they are actually the ones creating it now one thing i do want to just mention is how can i word this i want to say like reality bleeding this is where someone else's universe can bleed into yours so do you ever get a sense where an external energy will just come right into your universe 
and it's really clear that it, it is nothing to do with you, but it's all, almost seeping into your reality. And this is due to the level of quantum entanglement that we are experiencing, right, collectively. And the, the lack of sovereignty and the lack of knowing this stuff, and even with knowing it, this can still happen where other realities can bleed into ours. And what I would recommend in these situations is no matter what fear is coming in, no matter what energies are coming in and how they are showing up and expressing, and remember that almost like in the Matrix where agents get sent in to infiltrate and to even take over other players within your reality, these things can possibly happen, but it doesn't change the fact that you are still the sole creator of your universe. And so whatever distractions are coming along, if we can just stay focused and rooted in that knowledge and reality, it's almost like if you're doing a tightrope and you're juggling at the same time and you're concentrating and there are people throwing things at you trying to make you fall off. But as long as you just stay focused, you just stay focused in what you're doing. Nobody can knock you off. Nobody has the power to knock you off. Nobody has the power to take away your sovereignty. They can only create illusions that make us willingly hand it over. Okay, thank you for listening. I hope this has made some sense to you. And I hope that it has spoken to parts within you that can really be activated by this knowledge. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, drop me a review. Turn on the bell notification so you know when I'm, when I'm next releasing an episode. Follow me, like me. And also, I have just launched a new Patreon page. So if you want to meet for regular group Zoom rituals, ceremonies, clearings, activations... I'm quite excited about this. It's something that I've really wanted to do to hold these online containers more regularly. And so sign up there, journey well, stay blessed, stay in the heart, stay love aligned, stay sovereign. Grand rising. The energy of Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Ascension Medicine Podcast. I hope you have enjoyed it. I have been your host, G. Francois. As always, the links are in the bio. If you haven't already, please subscribe, please follow me. Instagram, G underscore Francois, Ascension Medicine. Ascensionmedicine.org, where you can book one-to-one -one quantum energy healing sessions. Join one of the many courses or classes that are taking place. Connect with guided meditations and exclusive content. Grand risings and blessings.